Do my thighs look freaking gigantic? Are we recording? Is this thing on? Knock, knock, who's there? It's me, Allie Makovsky. I'm in Austin, pew, pew, Texas. My thighs are out. This is a podcast first. I got the big old chonkers out. Yeah, you're welcome. Guess what? More views on this video, I bet. I'm wearing Crocs. They're knockoffs from Walmart. I love Walmart. I might even take the Crocs off and show you guys the soles of my feet if I'm feeling crazy. I don't know. Austin's making me do weird things. Everyone's out here. Oh my God, my legs. I didn't even think about this. My legs are fully out. Okay, well, good thing I shaved. Um, I shaved the legs. I shaved the bush. I didn't actually shave the bush. I shaved the sides. I got lazy. I didn't want to. I'm getting laser hair removal and uh, only on the only on the coochie and the boochie. The kombucha is getting lasered and uh, and it grows in patches, you know, because it doesn't get rid of all of it in one. It comes in patches. So I have like I straight up have like a Hitler mustache on top of my lips. Are we canceled for saying Hitler? Do we blurp? Do we bleep that out? Just do a little beep. Beep. You guys get the you get the point. I got the Adolf on my front butt, and uh, yeah, man, it's good to be in Austin. I got my I got my whole look down. I got this Aust- this Texas hat at a gas station, which is where I like to get most of my clothes. I'm kind of a gas station gal, and then I got these glasses also at Walmart. Shout out to Piranha Glasses. This isn't an ad; it's a lifestyle. These are so good. I love them. Um, yeah, I'm in Texas. I'm in Texas. I love it out here. Actually, it's fine. I love being I love being in Austin and visiting. I don't know if I can live here, but maybe we got Giorgio helping us out with the podcast. Big shout out to Giorgio. He's making me feel like I'm at home. I'm loving this setup. I feel so um I feel so seen, you know? I just told Giorgio, I said, let me just chill on a couch with my thighs out, ready for the summer. It's like 100 degrees. Last month, it was straight up below six, and now it's 97, hot and heavy. Everyone's getting messed up at bars out here. There's dogs. I almost got attacked by a dog, and I don't even want to call it a pit bull. It was a pit bull, but they have such bad reps, but honestly, I want to attack the owner of this dog more because she didn't even give me... A heads up. If you know that your dog is capable of attacking someone, just a nice heads up would be would be good, you know? If I know what I'm getting into, great. But I went in so friendly. I'm like, look at this handsome little dog. I'm I'm petting it. Its name was Honey. If Honey's owner is a fan of the pod, chill. Chill. Get a better dog, you know? I guess there's all these no-kill shelters out here. That's really sweet. That's really nice. But maybe a few could go down. I'm going to get canceled for saying that. I don't mean it. This is a joke. I love all dogs. But maybe just don't bring some of them to an outdoor bar where a friendly, cute little girl in overalls is going to just put her face right into the dog's face because the owner says, she's chill. Yeah, I'm chill too, but I'll bite, you know, and I'll let people know that beforehand. Hey, I'm getting a little snappy right now. Step back. No, she's like, this dog's great. Not so much, honey. Name your dog Cholula or tapioca or Tabasco, not tapioca. Name your dog something a little spicy so I know not honey. Ugh. 
And you know what? That bothers me. I went to, I was, okay, so let me just fill you guys in, catch you guys up on what's going on. I've been headlining some shows. I started in Houston. I was just looking around trying to find the next Beyonce. Couldn't find her. Um, and Houston was cool. I got, I got, I flew in, I went to the airport and this guy who didn't speak any English, he was asking me, he said, tu hablas espanol? And I said, poquito baby, what's going on? Que pasa? And he was like, I need you to make a phone call for me. He said that in Spanish and it took him about five times for me to really quite understand what he was saying. I was like, yamar, yamar, mi telefono. And so he yamar on my telefono. And, uh, and he got picked up from the airport. I helped supply him an Uber and, uh, and I was in Houston and I went to this outdoor bar and it happened to be having an open mic. So I was watching this show. It wasn't an open mic. It was a show. So I was watching the show in Houston. It was fun getting to see the local comics at this outdoor bar. And there were a lot of dogs. And so I see this beautiful dog. I go up to it. I go up to the owner. You know, I'm slowly approaching. Because that's what you're supposed to do. If you were taught the right way how to interact with dogs, you know you got to slowly approach. Ask the owner if you can pet the dog. You put the hand out backside only. Let the dog sniff you. Normally they just go straight for my crotch because apparently it smells like beef jerky. I don't know what it is with the smell of my vagina, but dogs love it. Men, not so much. Dogs, absolutely. They can't get enough. And so I put my hand out. I asked the owner if I can pet the dog, and she's like, she's like, approach quickly. She says, come, go quick. Don't go slow, which is not what... That's I've never heard that about a dog. I've never heard a dog owner say, go up quick, you know, come quickly. That's what I say to guys I'm hooking up with. I'm like, come quickly. I don't want to be here for long, you know. And so I'm processing what she's saying. I'm not understanding. I'm like, quickly. And by the time I end up getting to the dog, it's like, RIP DMX. Um, just want to quickly say that. But, um, yeah, so the dog's like guard dogging at this outdoor bar. And I'm shooken up. And you always want to play. It, it feels embarrassing to get. It makes you feel like there's something wrong with you when a dog barks or growls or something. You're like, I got good energy. My aura is purple, you know. I'm good vibes only. So when the dog attacks, you you take it personally. And you're like, I, I don't know what I did. I don't know who I am anymore. Your leg hair spikes up and... And then the owners will be like, oh, you know, that's just, that's just, that's just, uh, spunky being, being spunky. And I'm like, bring spunky home. Spunky doesn't need to be out right now. Throws me off. I, I hate it. Cause it, and it's also loud. Everyone starts looking. What's this bitch doing with the dog? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to get validated by dogs. That's the problem. I need validation and too much of it. I need to stop going up to dogs seeing if they like me. It's like, you're worth it, Allie. You're enough. You're brave. You're courageous. You got thick thighs on the podcast today. This is what happens. I love being in like country places. Austin, it's a bit too, you know, sparkly and you know, fun. But when I was like driving, I went to Cracker Barrel for the first time. That's where I feel at home. Who needs therapy when you have Cracker Barrel? You know, if you have biscuits and gravy, everything goes away. 
I swear I'm going to be on my 600-pound life one day. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. I love eating like shit. I love it. And Cracker Barrel makes you feel good about it. You can buy a dress on your way out. You go into Cracker Barrel size 6, you leave a size 12, and they've got an outfit for you on the way out. It's home. Donna was my server. Donna, she recommended old grandpa, peepaws, little hoo-ha, ding-dang special for breakfast. I got that. I probably have diabetes. I'm not even concerned about COVID at this point. COVID done and left Texas, and they left me with diabetes. I should get shirts that say that. I went to Texas, and all I got was a heart condition. And I went to Cracker Barrel. I got Peepaw's breakfast special. Oh, it was so good. They're hash browns. They, like, dip them in butter and... I blushed. I blushed when the plates came out. I swear to God. I will, I've never had an orgasm, but when I saw that plate, ooh, my pants got soggy. I got some gravy in my pants. That Talk about a Peepaw special. Peepaw would have loved my pants after that meal. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I can't, I kind of, I'll be honest. I looked down on Cracker Barrel a little bit. That's what happens when you grow up in a bigger city. You know, I grew up in like LA and all of a sudden, look at, listen to me. I'm talking with a little accent right now. I know this is, a, this is what happens. Don't take me to Puerto Vallarta. I'll start speaking Spanglish thinking I'm a local. I'm bad. Am I appropriating Texas culture right now? No, I'm wearing a Texas hat. I haven't seen anyone out here in these. But, um, yeah, when I, when, growing up, you know, you, you look down on these chains. You're like, Applebee's gross. What family's going to Applebee's? Chili's? I'll be honest, I love a, I love a Chili's. They have the thinnest tortilla chips. My boyfriend used to take me there on dates. That was like our fancy, like, dinner out night. His family loved at Fuddruckers. Do you know what Fuddruckers are? Fuddruckers? Yeah, it's like... It's like they, it's kind of like a shakies, if you know what shakies is, you know, you go there after a soccer game, you go there to find out your parents are getting divorced, like that's the type of place Fuddruckers is, and it's cheap, it's like bowling alley food, and that's where he took a, you know, that was like our big night out, and so I have a special place in my heart for those, but for some reason it's like this elitist thing of like, fuck Applebee's, fuck Outback Steakhouse, fuck Cracker Barrel, and my mind is opening when I'm out here. My mind is open. My legs are opening. I'm busting it open for these uh, breakfast specials. I went to a Waffle House. Waffle House at 11 a.m. is different than 2 a.m., you know. But it's good regardless. And, uh, yeah, Cracker Barrel just changed, changed my life. And then what else did I do? I was in Houston. That was fun. I was at the Houston Improv. Um it's weird doing headlining sets again and, like, being at clubs. It's scary. It feels like a lot of pressure, like, selling tickets and, I don't know, it's it's fun. But it's a totally new experience. And I'm, I had uh, my buddy Austin Carr. He was, he came out from the Bay Area. And then CJ Landry, who's kind of being a drifter right now, living out of his, out of his car, he featured for me. He's so funny. I love CJ. Love him. I saw him for the first time on Kill Tony when I was there. And he's gotten so funny. So he was featuring for me. And uh, and it's so fun. I like, I miss being a feature act. Because that's the sweet spot. You're in the middle of the show. The crowd is warmed up. They're not too drunk yet. You're only doing like 15 to 20 minutes. So you're just doing your best stuff, you know. 
it's such a fun time. And then headlining, that's scary. Everyone gets the check drop, you know, that's when the bill comes and now you're worried. You're like, why did I get charged for two nachos? I only got one. Who's paying for my margarita? Because I know it's not going to be me. And then I'm on stage like, can you just figure out your bill already so I can go on and tell my jokes? But it's been fun. And then after that, I went to Addison, which is kind of like in Dallas. My uncle came out to the show. I have a gay uncle. Shout out to shout out to Steven. My gunkle, he was there with uh, my other gay uncle. They shacked up. He's not with a woman. He hasn't been, he wasn't converted or anything. So he's still, he's still gay. And they came out to the show. And for whatever reason, the club sat them in the front row. And they're not like comedy club, comedy uh, people. So they just looked like critics. They were just sitting there smug. And I'm just talking about my vagina to my uncle. Like, no uncle wants to hear that. Because when you're, like, I don't know if any of you have, like, children or nieces or nephews or anything. But you see them, no matter how old they get, they're always going to be that little, you know, kid that you watch grow up. So my poor Uncle Steven's just hearing me talk about getting plowed and mowed and, you know, using gardening terms about my vagina. Speaking of gardening your vagina... Um, guess what, baby? I have an ad. It's for Manscaped. And I talked about lasering my hoochie maguchi, but I still have to shave my legs. And I, you can tell I got cankles. I got a lot of uh, land to shave on here. You know, it's exhausting. I have to put my legs up in all different positions to get all the angles. Um, the armpits, those grow back within an hour, you know? There's so much hair. I started shaving my face, which is something... Girls don't call it shaving their face. They call it microplaning because it sounds more luxurious. But essentially, I'm just a dude with a single razor just going at it like I'm preparing for a business interview, you know, with a briefcase. I shave everything. You, You, There's hair all over. All over. The only place that's safe where you don't need Manscaped is on your feet. This one is the Weed Whacker, which is for your nose and ear. And I got this one. Um, I didn't think that I had hair in my ears, you know, because I'm like a cute little girl. But I got I got this thing called Bee Bird off of Amazon. And you can it has a camera. It's like a little GoPro. It's like a mini GoPro on this stick and you put it in your ear and you can get the earwax because you can like see it it connects to your phone so you're like live streaming your earwax removal I should make a twitch for my ears and you can just go in there and scoop out all of your earwax and I didn't realize how much hair it looks like pubes in my ear it's so disgusting and so you can get they I mean manscaped it's insane what don't they make for shaving I swear to god they have everything like, do you need a razor for specifically behind your knees? And it's like, I didn't think I did, but now you have me questioning everything. And, you know, the name says Manscaped, but it's not just for men. Also, women's products, they rip you off. Have you tried to get a Venus or Gillette women's? It's like pink and has flowers on it. They rip you off. You can get the same men's razor for, you know, cheaper price. But Manscaped is great because they have so many different, like, deals and promotions. And I honestly think the best promotion you can get is using my discount code. Um, If you go to manscaped.com, that's it, manscaped.com, get anything you want. 
I recommend this. It's a, also a good gift. My dad loved when I, my dad loves like weird gifts like this, you know, and it's also sending him a message like, look, Larry, you need to get a grip on your life and your hair situation. He's a hairy man. That's where I get it from. People go, ooh, nice legs. And I say, thanks, they're Larry's, you know, property of Larry. He gave me these cankles and wide feet. But um, if you go to manscaped.com, get whatever you want. I would recommend this, honestly, a little starter pack. Because most people don't trim their ear and their nose hair. But this is a fun way to do it. Use promo code ALLYMAC. A-L-I-M-A-C. All caps. Promo code ALLYMAC. 20% off. It's practically free at that point. Practically free. No one at Manscaped is being paid. You know, they're all working for free. Everyone, I'm sure you've heard a Manscaped ad on a podcast before and you're like, yeah, everyone tries to plug Manscaped and use a discount code and blah, blah, blah. Use mine. Try it for the first time. Just try it. I'm getting hooked up with all these products. It's so good. Look at how soft my leg. I mean, they're dry as fuck right now. They're so ashy. This weather is messing me up. I need to use lotion, but I got a nice, fresh, soft shave. I feel so good because normally, like, I just have thick hair. You know how ball hair, like, on dudes, like, ball hair is much thicker? It's a weird texture, and balls are so gross. Like, it makes me want to fucking cry. And when they get, like, different temperatures, they change texture. That's not normal. Guys don't... Guys shouldn't be trying to hook up with girls. Like, guys should be the ones waiting until marriage. Because that's something that you reveal after you know that someone's going to stick around. It's disgusting. And Manscaped also has, like, different products because guys' balls smell. They And guys always... Oh, my God. I'm glad I'm talking about this. Shout out to Manscaped for really bringing this out of me. Guys will always complain, oh, that girl's pussy smells. Oh, that girl's pussy is disgusting. Blah, blah, blah. Guys talk a lot of shit about girls' vaginal health. I've never said a word about how nasty guys' balls smell. They always smell like a locker room. I'm like, oh, when did I sign up for uh, hockey? Who am I sleeping with? Wayne Gretzky? I wish I was missing 100% of the shots I was taking. It's not worth it. Manscaped has, like, ball scents and different products. You got to try it, guys. I swear to you. It's not gay to take care of your ball stuff. And also, I hate when guys are like, oh, it's gay to take care of yourself. Be gay, please. Please. I, I, I urge you to try it out. Do something gay for yourself. Use a ball spray. Clean them up. Use the ball trimmer they have. Do something, okay? I'm sick of it. It smells so nasty. And then, and then this is the craziest thing I've learned in my career of giving blowjobs for free. Um, guys like their balls licked. You got to lick the gooch. That's the under ball area. Guys love it. They eat it up. You could be the worst person at giving head. You could be. The, you could use teeth. And the moment you put a tongue behind the balls, guys go crazy. They're like, use as much teeth as you want as long as your tongue is on my balls. You better have cleaned up balls then cuz I'm not I'm not chewing on hair while I'm down there, okay? Get it out of my face. Use Manscaped. Use my promo code ALIMAC A L I M A C. It'll change your life. Just try it out. Just use that stimulus money. Ask your mom. Your mom will be glad you're taking care of your balls. I swear if you call your mom and you're honest with her and you go, "Hey mom, could I borrow 50 bucks? I might even have change to give back to you after I use this promo code AllieMac at manscaped.com. 
Your mom will go, oh, what's it for? And you'll say, I need to take care of my balls. I need to take care of some hair. I need to take care of this overgrown lawn. And your mom will go, I am so proud of you. Sons, if I don't know if anyone, I don't have any brothers, but it's the same with just dudes and like like parents in general. Guys have so much more slack. Like your mom, your mom will see like your brother like got off of heroin for an hour and your mom will be like, look at how good he's doing. And it's like, I am going to college and I'm sober and getting straight A's and have a job lined up. And your mom's like, yeah, but little Timmy is uh, is off the juice for an hour. So let's just give it up for him. So make your mom proud by doing the most minimal thing that you can do. And if you're a girl, use it too. F the patriarchy, right? Give in to Manscaped. I guess that is kind of giving it. You know what? Give in to the patriarchy. That's the new wave of feminism. Giving in to, giving in to the patriarchy. Yeah, I got Crocs. Oh, I'm glad I got that ad read out. Guys, seriously, use that. Just before, if in case you in case you skip the ad read and now you're back and you're like, oh, just get back to the fucking podcast. Well, if you skip the ad read, you missed the podcast because I went off. I went on a whole rant that had nothing to do with this product, but please use the promo code, okay? I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to not be broke out here buying Crocs from Walmart, but I'll keep doing that forever, I think, I hope. But I could use some money. If I get money, I'm coming out to Austin more. I'm going to more cities. I'm going to more places. So this makes me look good, and I want to look good for my sugar daddies, my sugar ads, my sugar addies. Okay, what else was I talking about? I love this setup. It's so cute. Thank you, Giorgio. Giorgio's killing it. I, um, yeah, so then I went, ugh, I hate these dogs out here. People are too chill with their dogs. I love animals, too. I love dogs, but I always feel so, I imagine, like, I mean, I imagine the girls who were with Louis C.K. when he was masturbating feel like when you get barked at by a dog. You're just like, I wanted this to be a good experience. I wanted to go on the road with you. I wanted this to be a good time. And now I feel like I'm being punished in some way. I hate it. So uh, Dallas was really fun. My uncles were there. My uncle was like, oh, I didn't know you have such a potty mouth. I'm like, yeah, that's because I see you once every other year. You you know, where are you, Steven? Gee, I, this is why I hate wearing shorts. They're just up in my fucking cooch. I like them, though. I got these overalls from Walmart, too. Walmart's got a good selection. Okay, so Dallas was great. I loved it. You can smoke inside bars over there. There's, like, people who are 100 using walkers to get out. It's like... That's going to be me, I hope. 600 pounds at a bar, smoking cigarettes inside. That's my dream. I want to be like a lake or a river person. I just want to have leathered skin, smoking Marlboros, the long kind, so they last forever. I'm going to do some fun stuff. I'm here for another week. I'm here for a week. I'm doing I'm doing Papa Joe's podcast, Papa Joe's Pizza. I'm doing his podcast. He's at a new studio. I didn't even know he was working on a new studio. That's exciting. Red's not my color, so I'm glad I don't have to use that red backdrop. I'm glad I get the new studio. Um, That's nerve-wracking. It's so nerve-wracking because just so many people listen to it, so it's like obviously there's going to be like a good amount of people who don't fuck with me. And it's like 
great. I don't want everyone to like me, but don't say something mean, okay? I already feel shitty enough about myself. I don't need you barking barking at me on Instagram. It'll be fun, though. It'll be nice uh, seeing Joe. I haven't seen him in, like since I did his podcast last, since a year, a year ago. So it'll be fun. It'll also be interesting talking to him about Texas. I know so many people are out here. I'm going to try and get some good guests on the next two episodes. I'm recording a couple more while I'm out here. Um... So that'll be exciting. And then where did I go after? I went to San Antonio. San Antonio is always fun. The crowds are great in San Antonio. And what did I do out there? Not much. Oh, I was at this hotel in San Antonio. And I left my jacket in the closet at the hotel. I left my t-shirt in the closet at the hotel because I was I was rushing to get out. And I thought, you know, check out, say, at 11 a.m., you know, early checkouts at 11. But I'm like, they don't, you don't have to go up to the front desk and say, hey, I'm checking out. You can just leave. And then they know because the housekeeper comes, they clean your stuff. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to milk it a little bit. I'm just going to hang out in the hotel room, get my bearings before going to Austin. And so all of a sudden I get a knock on the door and I'm like, fuck, I hope I don't get like charged for this, you know? So I'm like, I'll be out. Uh, sorry. I'll be, I'll be out in a second. I'm just like finishing up some things. And, uh, and so I pack up my bags really quickly and I like get out and I realized as soon as I got to Austin, I'm like, I left my clothes at this hotel. So I called the front desk. They took forever to answer. And finally they answered. I'm like, Hey, I was in this room and I left my jacket and my shirt in the closet. Like, you know, if you guys could check and hold it for me. And so they call me back and they're like, oh, we don't, we don't have it. And I was like, (laughs) you fucking have it. And I know you have it because I don't have it. And I know I hung it up in the closet because it's my one good big fat bowling shirt that I wear because I'm questionably gay. Um, and you know, another jacket also like, it's not, it's not like hot clothes. It's not like something that you want to steal from a hotel. It's something that you come out to your family in. You know, it's like clown costume. And and so I go, no, I know it's there. And they're like, we'll check again. Obviously, it was there. So my buddy Corbin, who lives in San Antonio, he's bringing it to my show tonight. I'm excited. I think I'm going to see if uh, Papa Joe wants to hop on. But I think m- the weekends might be like his family time. But I'll ask. But then how do you, how do you, this is what I don't understand. How do you surprise guest Joe Rogan on your show and then have to go up for him after for an hour? That sounds awful. I'm like, you know what? You just, why don't you headline? I'll do like five minutes. Just, you know, whatever you want. Um, If you want drinks, I can be a server. I'll hop behind the bar. I don't need a headline. Take my money too. Take the, take my $500 that I'm getting. It's all yours. It's all yours. I'll see you on whatever day we're recording the podcast. I'm stressed. I get so anxious to do the podcast. And I know it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a big deal, but at the same time, it's just a podcast. You're just chopping it up with one of the most successful people in comedy. Just no big deal, you know? But everyone, to make me feel better, they go, yeah, but he's not getting as many, he's not getting as many people on Spotify. And I'm like, yeah, but before he was getting like millions. So not as many as still millions. (laughs) 
I think I'm going to wear the Texas hat on this podcast, though. Oh, I wonder if these are going to come out at the same time, these episodes. This might be one of my highest viewed episodes. Oh, God. If you're still listening, thanks. Thanks for stopping by. Hopefully you stick around for a while. It's a lot more like this. Sometimes worse, sometimes better. You never really know. It's kind of a mixed bag over here. You know? I got my Patreon. I got my Patreon Zoom hang today. If you're a top-tier Patreon, I get to hang out. You know what's so cool? My friend here, you don't see her. I like to keep her anonymous so you creepy guys don't DM her awful things. She doesn't deserve that. She's a good person. Her name's Julia. She's with me right now. I'm staying at her place. And you know how me and Julia met? We met on Patreon. It was love at first Patreon. She gave me money and I said, I'll love you forever, Julia. She was a top-tier patron. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I love that or hate that yet. I'm kind of into it, but I'm like, I can't tell if that's something... I think I kind of like it. Everyone's... You know you know when to do it. You, you held it out on me for a while, which I respect. Imagine if just everything I said, you're like clapping. Do the clap. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You'll know when to do it. Um, so today, I shit my pants... Yeah, I thought at one point of this trip that I got a UTI. And the crazy thing about UTIs is that normally I only get them when I'm having sex, but I think um, I just wore my underwear a couple too many times in a row. Oh, that was a different one. That You threw me a curveball. Yeah, I had to change my underwear, but... Julia, um, Julia was on my Patreon, top tier patron, and so with my top tier patrons, we do like a Zoom call every month, and we just talk and hang out, and now I know about everyone's lives, and I'm like, how are your kids? It's like, why do I even know that you have a kid, you know? But it's beautiful, and it's this, okay, I need to slow my roll. So, uh, so Julia was the first girl on my Patreon Zoom hang. For like a couple months, I felt like a cam girl. I'm like, what do you guys want? Do you want to see my tits? Like, you know, if you can donate more money, I'll show you them, I guess. But it felt really weird and a little bit uh, pervy, but everyone was cool, you know? And then Julia came along and I was like, my queen, my hero, I hope you enjoy this. And now more girls, we have Tess. Tess is another patron. She's also in Texas. I think she'll be at the show tonight. Um, Tess joins in the Zoom hangs from a bar. She's, like, working and listening. I'm like, could you not do this when you're at home? Do you, we can reschedule. I'll work with your time, Tess. She's just indoors, no mask. Texas, baby. And so Julia was on my Zoom, and uh, last time I was in Texas, I got to meet up with her. And she's just so cool, and I love her to pieces. She did my hair. She gave me a blowout. But I'm staying with her. That's what happens. If you give me $25 a month, I will stay at your house. You can do my hair. That's not true. She's she's a special one. But, um, I mean, maybe. You know, it's not not possible. Brian, my other buddy from Patreon, he lives in, like, I always forget. He's in somewhere on the East Coast. Maybe Pittsburgh, Philly, something like that. I would stay with him, you know. He's a safe dude. There's, you know, I love everyone in my Patreon, but I'm definitely not staying with a couple of you. And you can, you probably know who you are, but I love you. You know, I don't need to stay with you for you to know I love you. But, um, yeah. 
And then if you're just like, I think there's like a $5 Patreon, you just get the unedited episodes of the pod. You get the pod early. I follow you on my resting bee pod Instagram account. That's a new feature I'm doing. I'm trying to find new ways to make it exciting, you know? Um, and yeah, I don't know. Now I'm in Texas. I'm going to eat a lot of barbecue. I'm, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do while I'm out here. I'm going to go to the lake. I heard sometimes people get naked at Barton Springs. So I'm going to try and go out there and see some old saggy balls. Hopefully they're groomed. Manscaped.com promo code Allie Mac for 20% off. That was nice and subtle. Ooh, sketching underscore carpenter said no shower for a month or camera roll in a, I I have such a weird accent. No shower for a month or camera roll, camera roll in a big screen for everyone to see. I could do either. I would choose both. I don't mind not showering for long periods of time. As long as I got a baby wipe and deodorant, I'm good. Um, I think showering every day is a sin. It should be illegal. There's no need for anyone to shower every single day unless you're the rock and you're working out. But maybe like people want to smell the natural rock, you know, the rock at his core. Um, but I don't mind not showering. I'll hold off a shower for three plus days. I think it's unhealthy to shower so much. That's You got a problem if you're doing that. Unless you're working out every day. But take a break. Get to know yourself a little better. Let your partner know who you really are. Stop wearing a mask around him or her or them. And then again, camera roll in a big screen, on a big screen for everyone to see. Let him see my selfies. I don't mind. There's like 500 of the same photo of me trying to get the right angle and lighting. And guess what? I never found it. Take a look at it. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you think. I, You know what I'm thinking? I think I need to go back to blonde. I like being a brunette, and it's nice knowing that I look good as a brunette. You know, I like knowing that I can be hot with a more, more wholesome vibe. But I feel like the blonde, like the harsh blonde, just, it's kind of my vibe. I don't know. Let me sound off in the comments below. Yeah, put in the comments if I should go back to blonde or if I should stay brunette. I really am having a hard time because I know I look good both ways, but I just feel like something about being blonde is what is how people see me and also kind of like my vibe. My hair's going to kill me. My hair's going to hate me. I'm like, actually, actually, I'm blonde. Actually, I'm brown. My hair's like, you need to get a grip on your life. You know what song I've been listening to nonstop? Um, Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. Will I get sued if I sing it or am I allowed to sing? If I sound bad enough, they won't know, you know? If you lose your one and only, there's always room here for the lonely. Watch your broken dreams dancing out of the beams of a neon moon. Applause. It's such a good song. It's such a good song. Uh, Cleopatra's Triangle said, Explain your experience on Kill Tony. Was that a career-making moment for you? Absolutely. And I think I've almost caused a problem. I think I've created a monster. Um, 
because obviously everyone's moving to Texas right now. That has nothing to do with me. But I think, I think something happened. So I was only, I think, a year into stand-up when I started doing Kill Tony. And that was just purely luck, you know? Like, I had signed up to be on Kill Tony and just do a minute. And eventually I got to be a regular on it. And, you know, Kim Congdon and Sarah Weinshank were the first regulars. And, you know, the podcast was just beginning at that time. And there weren't that many people listening to it. And so they kind of got to be a part of the beginning and, like, this really cool time in Kill Tony history. And then I got to do it. And I was, well, I, I, I became a regular. And then the club found out I wasn't 21 and I couldn't perform there for maybe like six months to a year. So I didn't even get to start being a regular until a year after I became a regular. And so, you know, I had more time to work on my stand-up and work on my jokes. So by the time I got to do it, I was a little bit better. I mean, I was still pretty new to stand-up. I'm still fairly new in like the stand-up time of things. And, uh, and so I had a little bit more time, and when I got to start doing it, I uh, I felt a little more confident in myself, and it was definitely a career-making moment because when else would I get to do stand-up in front of Sarah Silverman and Ron White and Joe Rogan and uh, and so many people who I looked up to, you know, and um, and I mean, if if it weren't for that, I wouldn't be able to like go on the road with Rogan and do these like crazy shows and be able to headline, you know, it definitely gave me a platform that I wouldn't have had without it in that way. And so it was definitely a career making moment for me. And also, but this is why I think I created a monster is because that's not, you know, it's not a guaranteed thing of getting to do Kill Tony and then getting to like headline or open for these huge comics like obviously it can happen but I think maybe some people have the wrong idea of like oh it's just luck like you just get to do Kill Tony and then your life is made it's like I was on Kill Tony for two years before I got to do maybe it was a little bit less than that maybe it was like a year and a half or something but like I was on Kill Tony for around two years before anything was happening. And then after that, I literally got, I was working three jobs. I was a babysitter. I was working at a restaurant and I think I was doing something else. And then I was working at the comedy store and I was a door guy there after Kill Tony. And, you know, so I think a lot of people, a lot of people are moving to Texas, which I think is great. It's like, try something new, go somewhere else. But if you're, if you think that this is going to be a shortcut for you and that you're going to be a special person in Texas or like somehow you're just going to be funny because you're in a new place, it's like it still is going to take hard work, you know? Like comedy is fucking hard and there's so many ups and downs and just because you're in Texas doesn't mean it's just going to be easy. And I don't think everyone thinks that way, but I think I think it might I think some people might have that mindset of like, oh, well, Kill Tony's out there and all of these huge comics are out there. Like, they're just going to see me and it's going to happen. It's like, yeah, there's a good chance that they'll see you, but they're going to want to see you like working hard and like see you progress and watch you grow. So 
I don't know if you're moving out here, just make sure you're still working hard and not trying to just like do one minute on a podcast where, you know, people are going to see you, but it might not be what you want, you know, but I think it's cool that there's a scene emerging out here and, um, yeah, I feel like I'll probably come out here more often and visit and do shows and it's just so nice out here, all the lakes and stuff. It's beautiful. It's so green. There's so many trees. It's beautiful. Have you been here your whole life, Giorgio? No. Where were you before this? North Carolina and California. And then how long have you been out here now? Eight months. Yeah. Do you feel like you get it now? Like, or are you still kind of getting to know your way around? Yeah. Yeah. It's so big here too. Like, like Texas, when people said everything's bigger in Texas, I thought it was just like a slogan. Like guys were like, it was like, I thought it was like a joke. Like everything's bigger in Texas. Like our stomachs, our dicks, whatever. Like I thought it was just like a catchy thing to say, but going from all these different cities and doing shows, it is big, even just within Austin. Like Austin is massive within itself. Um, so it is nice because there's so much to do and so many things, but it can also be overwhelming. Um, is Texas a better state than California? Why or why not? I don't know. I don't know enough about Texas to say that. I'm sure both of them have their problems. Texas has a cool vibe to it, but I mean, California is a big state, but Texas is so big that it's hard to even say if it's a better state because it feels like its own country. I feel like it needs to be divided into like two states, like North Texas and South Texas, because it's just so much Texas. So, oh, I, I went to get my nails done. I got my nails done in, um, in Houston because I was on TikTok one day and I saw this girl doing acrylics. And so I clicked on her profile and I saw that she was in Houston and I was like, I'm going to be in Houston. I should have this TikToker do my nails. And she lived like, I thought it was just going to be like 10 minutes from wherever I was. And I saw the address and it was like 25 minutes and it was like driving into like the sticks and it was so cool. It was like trailer parks, like tiny gas stations. I loved it. I bought two white plain t-shirts at the gas station. Okay, I had to take the hat off. It was cramping my style. I was getting steamy under there. Um, this is my forehead. Say hi to her. Use all five fingers. She's a big one. Welcome. I, uh, I, someone asked me, uh, shy, shy underscore dude said, are you performing in Oklahoma this year? I don't know. I didn't realize how close Oklahoma was to Texas. I want to go to Oklahoma or no, Kansas is close to Texas. I don't know anything about geography. I know nothing. I want to go to Oklahoma. I want to go to Kentucky. Um, I want to go to, I want to go everywhere. Is Kansas in Kentucky? No, there's Kansas city, Kentucky, right? Or no, there's Kansas city, Kansas. In Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. I don't know anything. I just want to go to all these random spots in the middle of America. Those are my favorite. I can get so many more outfits at the gas station. And I am Mando said, what's your favorite part about Texas this time around? I think my favorite part is being here for a week and getting to stay with my friend Julia. Because it. I feel like when you stay with friends, you get to experience the city like a little bit better because you have kind of like a tour guide and you feel more like a local and uh and so it's nice to have time and not feel like rushed to do everything like I'm gonna go see Mark Norman's show tomorrow night I'm gonna go see Eddie Pepitone's show tonight like 
I just have time to do things and don't feel like I have to just be in and out. So I think that's my favorite part, getting to see more things in Texas and not just in like downtown Austin, you know, get to go outside of the city. And I'm super excited because there's this dude, Yoni, who lives out here, who goes to the Volcan shows and he's like a barbecue daddy. He's like the barbecue dude. He wears overalls. He's going to appreciate this. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into him. He's, I think he's going to take me out to get barbecue. And I'm ready to just... I'm already sweating, you know, in preparation for the meat sweats. Oh, I can't wait to just chow down. I'm going to get so thick. I'm already getting thick. I was looking at my last podcast and I straight up have a double chin. Like, I'm just sitting like this and I have a double chin. I'm getting... It's thick time for me. I can't work out. I can't do it. It's just too much. Okay. That's it on the questions. I'm super excited to be here. I'm very excited to um, be back on the road. Um, I'm excited to be at this new beautiful space. I can't wait to record my next few episodes here. I hope you guys like it. I know it felt weird for me at first. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I'm at my dad's house after my parents got separated and I'm just like, this is interesting. This is kind of the same as mom's, but a little different. Are we having Chef Boyardee tonight? But this is beautiful. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think that's it. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Rate and review the episode on iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Check out my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Allie Mikoski. Check out manscaped.com and use my promo code Allie Mac, A-L-I-M-A-C. I believe it's in all caps, all capital letters, and you'll get 20% off. And I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you get free shipping too. I mean, they're just pretty much letting me steal these things. So take advantage of it while you can. I know other podcasts have Manscaped ad reads. Do mine. Do mine. Let them know I'm a girl boss, okay? I shave my legs for them and for you. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, I think that's it.